in-depth and God-filled conversations with some of the brightest names in contemporary Christian music and worship. This is The Artist Interview with Gordon T. And welcome to this week's episode of The Artist Interview. I'm your host, Gordon T, and it's my absolute pleasure to bring to you really talented artists from the world of contemporary Christian music and worship. And this week, tell you what, this guy's got an amazing story to share and his music, the more I've listened to it, the more I've loved it. And I hope that you'll enjoy it too. We're gonna to take you on a great journey. So before we welcome the wonderful Stephen Malcolm to the show for the very first time, let's hear this track, which is called even louder. Yeah, so undeserving, and yet we worship, giving all the praise. Just humble servants, through sweat and tears, till no more fears. Singing the glory of the gospel out to every air. You cover me with grace, and a love so unconditional has got me on my face every day. God, goes the praise of the saints, goes my praise every day. Yeah. Even if the drums stop beating, my And that was Even Louder by Stephen Malcolm with Natalie Grant. Hey, Stephen, how you doing? Welcome to the show. Hey, I'm blessed up, my brother. How you doing? I'm, I'm good. So you're clearly American. Whereabouts are you? Yes, I am in the Midwest, Grand Rapids, Michigan. And it is very cold. We got about eight inches of snow last night. So, you know, seen about... Are you, are you for real? Yeah, I seen about three car wrecks. <laughs> and uh, the tire shop was had a line out the door this morning. So... Okay, it's, it's, it's well, we, we, we're recording this just over midway through November 2022, and you've got snow already. We just in the UK, just buckets of rain, loads and loads of rain. Oh, it's, it's there's flooding due and all the rest of it. But anyway, yeah. weather it's it's always a thing that we like to talk about in Britain and snow. We would definitely talk about a lot, but we're here to talk about your journey with Jesus and hear some of your great music. And your story, I've, if in fact, listeners, I would say get onto YouTube and go and search up Stephen Malcolm on YouTube. Uh, there is a documentary on there that will tell you just loads of stuff. Really, really slick production, I must say. But it's going to be great right now to hear from Stephen. Tell us how you came to be a musician. Tell us your backstory, your life, and when Jesus uh, interrupted it. Yeah, man. So my background, my life, man, well, uh, it all started here in Michigan. Um, even now, I like to even start before that, man. My mother um, was someone who grew up in the system. Uh, she was sexually abused at home. And so she ran away from home and grew up in foster care. And then, you know, was out in the world, met my dad. And two months, she was pregnant. And so he, you know, wanted her to get an abortion. But she, you know, said, nah. And so here I am. And. Then um, my dad ended up uh, deciding to sell drugs and so got busted and deported to Jamaica because he's Jamaican uh, when I was nine years old. And um, from there, my mom had a real bad uh, alcohol dependency, you know what I'm saying? Like alcohol, full-blown alcoholic, mm. man, growing up. So what, what age are you at this point? Uh, nine, 10. So your, dad, your, dad's, your dad's been deported your mum's an alcoholic mm -hmm. and you're really a, just still a young kid. Uh, that, yeah. That's, that's going to be, well, 
awful and tough and I can't really imagine it. So I'm not going to pretend that I can, but mm. all I can say is, gosh, that that's yeah. a story that not, not many artists that come on here mm. tell us backstory like that, Stephen. A lot of them, a lot of them come from nice church going families mm. and yeah. then get into Christian music. So, so you're, you're age around 10 uh, and I can only imagine there's chaos going on around you. Are you, are you, are you getting into school and things like that? Yeah, man. So like, I feel like looking back, I've always said like God with me, bro. I felt like that's the only like best way to put it because I've always wanted to be different and like be successful and just see different things around me. And so like it was situations where like, man, just, you know, I'd come home from school and, you know, mom's always drunk, you know what I mean? And, um, she, uh, she, she got married to this guy. So I had like a stepdad, but they were more so like into their relationship type things. So, uh, really had to like, you know, look at the TV for, you know, inspiration and guidance. And so that's when I started getting into basketball. So as a, as a young kid, that's what drew me, you know, in was basketball, Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, you know what I mean? I grew up, you know, in that type of, type of era, type of vibe. So is that when you're going out? Sometimes when we watch American movies, they have all these guys going down playing basketball out in the street and all the rest of it. Was that sort of your thing? You're going to hang out and do that? Was that available to you? And was that helpful? It really was, yeah, because um, I linked up with a friend and his name was Kevin and uh, he was into basketball too. So me and him were just like two, you know, best friends and just both of us loved to play ball. So it's just like, yeah, man, I looking back like, I remember not even being home a lot. I just would just be playing basketball because really there was nothing at home. And when my dad got deported to Jamaica, I never really formed a relationship with him. So it was, it was a thing of like, I really had to raise myself, man. And my parents definitely like, they weren't church going people. Though I, I remember like going to church when I had to spend the night at my friend's house and, you know what I'm saying? His parents went to church and so, I went with them, but I couldn't tell you anything, man, that they were talking about back in the day. So Yeah, and yeah. I've got to say, it depends what sort of church you go to, because there's churches, and then there's churches, and by that, I mean, there's all sorts of different styles, and yeah. someone who's been brought up in your scenario with all the different influences and things that go on, maybe a traditional old-fashioned church is not going to be the sort of church that is going to instantly... Uh, tick with you if, if that makes sense you yeah how, how on earth does that stuff relate into actually the real world stuff that you've got going on around you yeah. so so they are you you're playing basketball you've got a mate kevin are you still mates with kevin uh yeah to this day yep yep okay big up big up kevin nice one so okay so, you, so you're still friends with kevin uh, and you're playing basketball things are a mess at home but at least you've yeah. got space safe space when did music come into things so music came when I actually started going to church. So all my, all my, you know, youth days in high school, I was, I was the basketball guy, you know, in high school, I was playing ball and then chasing the girls, you know what I mean? That was my thing. And um, man, bro, long, long testimony short, man. Um, it was my probably yeah it was my freshman year of, of college so how old were you because we've got a worldwide audience not everyone knows what age freshman year of college is going to be uh i was 19 i was 19 okay so you and now what you, you're probably about early 30s yeah, now 31 yep 
31. Okay, so you were 19 at the time at college. So you'd gone to college. Yeah. Did you did you go to college on a was that on a, a basketball ticket? No, 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 man. I, I had terrible grades chasing the girls. You know what I mean? My focus was all off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And and so yeah, man, I by the skin of my teeth, I graduate. Um, and I, I go to this community college right here in Grand Rapids, Michigan, still. Um and I'm playing basketball at this rec center one day and I see one of the guys who I played varsity basketball with in high school. And when I seen this guy, I went to parties with this guy back in the day in high school. And I like, I've seen him do crazy stuff. And so when I see him at this rec center, you know, a year or two later, he comes up to me. He's like, Hey man, uh, I gave my life to Jesus. <laughs> you should check out this hip hop church. <laughs> Did you say hip hop church? Hip hop church. Yes, sir. Hip hop church. You know what, right? It's not something you very often hear those two right. words together. Yo, so like, and that that's the thing. I'm like, I'm like scratching my head, like hip hop church. Cause I come from the hip hop culture. Like I know what we out here doing in these streets and you know what I'm saying? And whoop de whoop. And he talking about church. And so, yeah, I was just as like, what is that? As, as you are now, it's crazy, man. And, and, and like, I was asking him, I was just like, so you don't, you don't drink no more. You don't smoke. You don't be having sex. He's like, nah, man, I just serve the Lord, man. And, you know, go to this hip hop church. He's like, you should come sometime. And boom, he dropped that little seed. And then I'm going about my day, you know, next week and somebody else comes up to me. Hey, yo, you should check out this hip hop church. And I'm like, oh, homie, <laughs> woo, woo, woo. And then somebody else, like a homie, I was just like, yo, you trying to hang out tonight? And it was like, yeah, man, you should go check out this hip hop church with me. So I'm just it's, like, like, it's like it's just a message for you in there somewhere, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. And so, man, yo, listen, man, I, I walk into this place. And remember, you know, I told you I've been to the churches where back in the day, you know, I just I go in and I, I don't really get anything. And they were just traditional churches, bro. And that's just what you said. Like you was like, you know, someone like me or my, my context. Um, but, man, I walk into this church, yo, and I see young black and brown people who look like me, who dress like me, who, you know, saying talk like me, who got the swagger. But they're like, they love God. You know, like I just felt peace up in this building. And then I, on stage, they start to worship and the worship is rap. And they rapping and it's actually good. Like, it's like bars. And then my dude is over here like dancing and going crazy. Like, yeah, say on stage. And he gets off stage and I'm like, yo, that was crazy dope. That was, that was amazing. And then he's just like, yo, glory to God. Wow. And it's just like, man, it's the first time I've seen young black and brown people who come from where I come from, but they're serving Lord, they're serving the Lord with their gift and, and they're rapping and they're dancing for him. They're using their, their, their gifts for worship. And no one's telling me to take off my hat and my hood and pull my pants up. And it's just, and at that time, my freshman year of college, y'all, my situation was I was living with my sister who at the time was a stripper. She was stripping and she would come home at night and like do cocaine and just sleep with whoever she came home with that night mm -hmm. with her friend. Like, and she had a friend and they would just, some little brother, I don't want to be around that. I'm not trying to hear that. 
So I would leave and I had a bunch of like big homies, like older guys who I hung out with, were like big bros who, you know, were doing the party and they would have like a house where we threw parties at. So I literally would stay there <clears throat> and be in the basement recording music just for fun, just because I don't want to be home. My mom had like remarried and flown out and then came back and was like. So your mom, your mom had left you uh, and your sister. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> yep. For a little bit. Yep. She like remarried and he lived in Arizona. So she bounced out. You know what? Uh, it's hard to have a descriptive word other than, man, what a, what a mess. I'm so sorry to hear that. That is like, like bro, a mess. Like my life, it was, it was chaos. You know what? And I had no examples of, of nothing, but here I am like, you know, trying to make these hoop dreams work, but my grades are trash. So then now I walk into this place, this church. And that's why I said it was the first time where it's like, I felt peace. Like imagine your life, like that's what's going on in your real life. And then you walk into a church yep. that you really feel the presence of God. And, and that was the moment <clears throat> that, you know, I was, I was, I was low. I was, and I'm 19 years old with, you know, nothing in front of me, you know, and no dad. And so like, I'm looking in the mirror, like, man, what is my purpose? What is my identity? I'm not out here slanging drugs. I'm not out here uh, in jail. I don't have babies running around and, you know, didn't drink, didn't smoke. I was like, really had a good head on my shoulders. It's just, life was just chaotic, man. And God just snatched me out of it and placed me into this hip hop church. That's phenomenal. Um, in fact, I would like to just add something, if I may. You know, there might be some listeners right now who perhaps have some of those sorts of situations in their own life that I've experienced them or, or involved in them. And I just want to say, when I said, what a mess, I didn't want that to sound like judgment on people. I didn't want that to sound like, I'm, you know, all, all, of, all of our lives have got mess in them. And I'm, I'm, it's just extraordinary for you to be in. I use the word chaos and that maybe that's helpful as well because you got from the chaos and you walked in to the peace. Yeah. So, um, so if people are listening and they're in that situation, I just want to say, I encourage you to carry on listening because I'm not, I'm not sitting here judging. I'm just amazed <laughs> at what God does and his amazing love. So, so sorry, Stephen, carry on. You, you found yeah. that peace in that moment, in that, in that church. Yeah. And, and it was a thing of, you know, over here in America, man, I feel like Christian, like it's just can be just a title, man. You know, I'm a Christian. I'm born here. I'm, I, you know, the thing is God and Jesus and we're a Christian. And that's, I feel like I, that's just all I seen growing up, man. I fell into that as a, as a, as a kid, of course, because I didn't go to church. I didn't really know God. And so it's a thing of, I don't want to go to hell. So yeah, I believe in Jesus. I believe in God. I'm a Christian. Um, and so, like I said, I wasn't dabbling in a bunch of crazy stuff. So in my mind and in my heart, I'm a good person. But uh, what, what my first visits of church and what God really showed me at first was um, there's a difference between his expectations and the world's expectations. You know what I mean? And I, I had to, to, to see Jesus for more than just a savior from hell, um, but make him Lord of my life. And I really felt the presence of God, man, when I walked up in there. And it was a thing of I didn't really know that much people. I just knew that one guy from high school. 
Um, and so I would take the, the the transit city bus back the next week sitting by myself. It was just the only time I felt peace, the only place that was peaceful in my life at the time. Um, and so I just chose to engrave myself in the church, man, and really surrender to the calling of God. And so I hit up the pastor on Facebook and asked him to d- start discipling me. So I would, I would meet up with him like once a week at a, at a coffee shop and he would disciple me. Fantastic. Um, and so, yeah. And, and, you know, getting into to church at first, some people asked, it was like, yeah, you're going to do music. You're going to do some music. Um, but I was like, no, nah, like, you know, I knew about the streets. That's why I rapped about the streets when I did it for fun. Um, but how am I going to rap about Jesus when I don't know nothing about Jesus right now? I'm just getting to know him. And so I really spent the first year of my walk, bro, getting rooted, um, really, you know, knowing what it means to to be in fellowship, to to disciple, to be in prayer and to stay in my word. You know what I mean? And really grow spiritually. And I really did. Um, and so after that year, the pastor was like, yo, how do you want to serve? It's time to get, get off your butt, you know, and serve God, serve this church, man. What do you want to do? You rap a little bit. You want to be on the worship team? And I remembered walking in there, seeing that for the first time, like being a kid from the hood, a kid from poverty, a hood, a kid from nothing and seeing talented, young black and brown people on stage worshiping the Lord. Like, yo, that's crazy. Um, so I gave it a shot, man. And, and yeah, man. And I fell in love with it. You know, just leading worship at the church, you know, after a year of serving and really becoming a follower of Jesus. Um, it was amazing. And I was working part time at Nordstrom in retail, uh, selling shoes in the shoe department um, to pay the bills. And, uh, you know, I, I, I felt the calling like I think that the, the affirmation part, what really made me like, OK, I'm going to pursue music was I was leading worship. And um, this one lady who like, she never really like talks or mentions or says anything, but after worship, she came up to me and she was like, yo, you're in your element when you're on stage. She's like, that's, that's you. Um, And so, man, like I, you know, and I prayed and, um, you know, a lot of people, a lot of people be like, you know, God told me, God told me, you know, and it's cool. Like, you know, teach his own, um, you don't really see a lot of that in scripture. So, I, you know, say like God didn't talk to people 24 seven in scripture. So, but like God, like the one time I did hear God, man, one time, um, it was such a soft still, like, you know, I, I prayed and I was like, cause I, I didn't want to be a rapper. Like keep in mind, I did not want to be a rapper. I want I wanted to play ball. And then when I was in college, I pursued a criminal justice degree. I was going to be a cop like my wow. I wanted to be like an FBI homicide detective type guy. Wow. That's very different. It's very different. It, it's just. Yeah. I'm going to. Yeah. It's, that's another story. But anyways. um, But, I, you know, I just felt the calling, man. And obedience is important to me. Um, and so I prayed. And I, I heard a, a still voice, man, say, it's not you. You're just a tool. This is me. Now go. And I was like, cool. I, I will be the tool. I will be a tool for God's glory. <laughs> you know, and I chose to be obedient with that. And next thing you know, here I am, a full-time traveling 
Christian hip hop artist, you know, and still leading worship at the same church. I literally lead worship this Sunday. So good. So good. What an amazing story of just the way that God interrupted your life and brought you on an entirely different journey. Now, I'd love to know in that, in that first year when you were talking about, you know, you, you wanted to get to know Jesus, yeah. what would you say was the most surprising or the most amazing thing that you learned at that time? Uh, is that he, he gave everything of himself. You know what I mean? Like that was one of the things that I, I was examining in like the gospels is just like, dude, he's such a servant. Like all he did was just give himself, give himself, give himself. Um, and so it's like, man, I, I, I would love to replicate that, you know, yeah. just be about the people. Wow. So that's awesome. Can I ask, uh, I hope it's okay to ask what, what's happened. Obviously you've gone on with Jesus. It's been an amazing journey for the last 10, 10, 12 years. Something like that. What, what happened to your sister and your mom? Man. So when I first came to Christ, um, yeah, my mom, she, she straightened up, she straightened up a little before, <clears throat> Like a, a little before, um, she actually went to rehab and, you know, sobered up a little bit. Um, but still, the, the judgment was still a little poor, you know, in, in certain decision-making things. So, yeah, when I gave my life to Christ, it was a big influence on her. Uh, she actually started coming to church a lot more and actually getting in tune with the Lord for real, for real. And I actually got to baptize her. Oh, wow. So, yeah, that was a super special moment, man. So she's like super changed, man. My mom, like she's blessed now with like her own place and and she's doing a lot better. You know what I mean? Like, and she's just super, super in her faith. She's actually the one who inspired me to write even louder because um, her faith is just insanely loud. Um, and then my sister, um, she's doing OK. Um, she's doing all right, you know still working on her okay so yeah so god god god's love still reaching out um yeah often through you to her i guess so what yeah. amazing thing though with your mom that's a that's that's a great story so thanks thanks for sharing that okay. now we, we got another track to play from you so tell us a bit of the backstory uh, to it why did you write it what do you hope to achieve with it it's an absolutely lovely piece of work i might add of a track it's called not to oh. us good love yeah man it's just God took me from A to B, you know what I mean? Like you said, he interrupted and it's, it's all his love. You know what I mean? Like his love is so good. He took me from to, um, and at the end of the day, you know, I can be on stages in front of a million people. You know what I mean? Like I can literally sit here and say like, my music has reached a million people. Praise God. But still, at the end of the day, none of the glory is to, is to me, it's to the engineers, to the beat maker. None of the glory is to us. It's all to him because of his good love.
Working by the 20-hour week, picking up shoes. Hated it, but you know I pay my dues. Hated it, but you know I pay my dues, yeah. Gotta steward it well from serving locally to serving globally, yeah. From a broke hoodlum to me break dancing in Jerusalem, yeah. And that was Not To Us by Stephen Malcolm. And I'm so pleased that Stephen is still with us for the artist interview. Stephen, thanks for everything you've shared. Extraordinary story. Bless up. Amazing God who broke in and changed it around. It'd be lovely right now if you're happy to pray for listeners. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Heavenly Father, thank you for your grace and your mercy. Thank you for waking us up today. Um, Each day, your mercies are brand new, Father God, and it's so undeserving, but you give it uh, because you're good. Um, So we thank you for that, Lord. Just want to pray, Father God, for, uh, man, Grand Rapids. Personally, I've seen three car wrecks uh, this morning. Um, Snow is crazy. Um, So I just pray a head of protection over people um, or any weather conditions around the world, Father God. Um, and I pray for the for the listeners, Father God, anybody who's tuned in right now, um, anybody who is going through something, anybody who, you know, um, from the, the the sexual abuse to the abuse um, to depression, suicidal thoughts, anxiety, um, I've seen it all, substance abuse, um, seen it all. And so um, just pray, Father God, for your power. Um, pray that you invade the space um, of, of those listening and those um, in need and yearning for your good love. Um, your love covers a multitude of sin and nobody is too far. Nobody is unworthy. Nobody is, is, is too imperfect um, because we all are. And we all fall short. Um, but you pick us up every time, Lord. So thank you for your blood. Um, that was shed. Thank you for the cross that um, is there. And thank you for you for being at the head of it. We just love you and we thank you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you very much, Stephen. Uh, and if you're listening in the UK uh, and you're thinking, I don't know who this God is, I better get down to church, you know, just pop on to www.findachurch.co.uk because there are many churches that would love to help you know more about God's love. And if you're listening on one of our partner stations worldwide, just contact the station and ask them, can you recommend a great church for me? And I'm sure they would love to do that. So, Stephen, you, we talked about a little bit about your, your journey and what God's been doing with you. We haven't talked a lot about actually how you go about making music, who you work with, that side of things. So, so yeah. tell me a little bit about it. So you're, you're a singer rapper, you're a songwriter. Yeah. You know what? You're, I, you're actually quite well respected in the industry. I think it's fair to say, and you've had five Dove nominations, haven't you? So yes, that's, um, that's, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, and, and you've, and you've played with some, some great Christian artists, um, and also with numbers of secular artists. So it shows your, <laughs> your skill set. Um, Tell me, how, how does the music come about? What, what's, what's sort of your process? Uh, man, my process is I got to be inspired. I'm, I'm inspired by life, um, by greatness. And so I just get inspired and I just work. I'm a workaholic type person. And so, yeah, man, get in with the producer. Shout out to Damie. He's actually uh, from the Netherlands. Um, man, shout out to him. He's been my, my main guy right now. And we just lock in, you know, he throws on loops and, you know, the ideas just get to bubbling 
and you know we we, we lock in um i'm a quick writer and so yeah man it's like a gift that just god just you know pulled out of me man that i'm such a, a natural and it's it's just yeah, man, it just comes, you know what I mean? And so I'm so eclectic, too. That's what I've learned. Like, and I think it just comes from the, the background of my musical taste, like growing up on Bob Marley, then discovering Michael Jackson, then growing up in the hip hop culture where all I know is just mainstream hip hop. And then I discovered Christian hip hop. And so it's just all over the place, man. And all my, my the stepdad listened to was top 40 rock. You know what I mean? So yep. to this day, like we'll be in airports and I'll know a song from, you know what I'm saying? Uh, Guns and Roses or White Stripes. And I'll start singing it. My DJ would be like, bro, how do you know these songs? Yeah. <laughs> so my yeah, musical yeah. taste has been, you know. Quite wide. Yeah, quite wide, man. And so, and I love challenges. And I didn't know I can sing. Like now, like when you say rapper, singer, like, yeah, I, I'll dub that because at first, like, I was, like, shy, but now, like, you know, as I've been growing as an artist, just knowing, like, you know, the power of, of my voice. And so, yeah, man, it just comes, you know, and whatever loops I'm feeling, whatever vibe we feeling, we we go with, you know what I mean? So, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's great. I, I've got to say, I've got no talent for music, no talent for songwriting. So the whole thing is is a mystery process to me, but it sounds like you got it pretty well nailed, which is great. You said it's from the Netherlands. How, how did you meet him? Uh, through my A&R. Uh, my A&R signed an artist named J-Way. And um, yeah, he produces for J-Way. So I heard some of his beats and I was like, man, this guy is, is, is got it. And so then I sent him back, you know what I'm saying, the, the record, and he mixed it all. And so not only does he produce, he also engineers and mixes. And so he's yeah, saying kind of like a unicorn. So shout out to Damien, man. Oi, oi. Totally talented. That's awesome to have met him. So, and you're on, you're on Curb Word. Um, how, how has it been being with a record label? Has that been something that makes things a lot easier or does it have its challenges? What are the things that you think are the best things about, about it? Yeah, it's been a blessing at the end of the day. They have... Um, you know, giving me a megaphone, you know what I mean, for, for my voice. Uh, and so, yeah, it's been super, super dope. Uh, like everything, it comes with, you know, it's pros and cons. I remember working at, at Nordstrom, you know, having to pick up shoes after grown people, <laughs> you know what I mean? And so yeah. um, challenges are definitely there. But um, the legacy that's, a, that's being built is definitely, you know, bigger than the challenges that are at hand. So it's been so it's super, worth it. Super, super dope, man. Love it. Love yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Love it. So, okay. Um, and secular artists. Now, I happen to know that you have done a track with an artist that normally would probably not be associated with uh, Christianity anywhere at all. Uh, yeah. But you've you've done a track. Tell me if I'm wrong. With with Snoop Dogg. Yes, sir. Uncle Snoop. Now, Snoop Dogg, a very, very talented guy, yeah. but definitely not going to be something that uh, many Christian stations right. are going to be playing. Because, right. you know, he's, 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 he's got things going on that yeah. people go, yeah, you know what? That's, he's definitely living his life rather than Jesus' way. He ain't living no Christ-like lifestyle, right? Yeah, yeah absolutely. So, so how does that work for you then? Um, being Well, no, you know, before you tell us, Maybe we should just hear a quick snippet of that track, Summertime, from Stephen Malcolm and Snoop Dogg. This 
past year been a little crazy, but we still here. Ain't no complaining. Yeah. Mama happy that a baby boy made it out of that basement. I stuck to the basics. Yeah. yeah. We party like it's summer every day. We put the work in, are we straight? Praise God, look what he did for me. Summer, summertime, and it feel like a day. All my friends around me, no time for the fakes. Summer, summertime, and it feel like a day. Summer, summertime, and it feel like a day. Summer, summertime, and it feel like every day. And you know what? That's a, it's a, honestly, I really like that track. It's it's great. I'm both of you very talented. So so thanks thanks for letting us play us for that. But here's my question: Why why if God's calling you to do Christians, why are you doing stuff in the secular world too? Yeah. And how how do you manage to make that mix? Yeah. Uh, and what's God's plan? Yeah, man, I love it, and I love this question. Thank you so much. Um, I've never heard of a hospital full of unsick people you know what i mean yeah um, there's a reason for doctors there's a reason for hospitals um there is a reason that jesus came there is a reason that jesus was tortured bro it's because we are all imperfect we are all sick we are all in need of a healer um i remember being in the streets i never remember anybody who looks like me being a person of influence um, coming around and still being cool and still being an influence and making me want to follow Jesus or ask who Jesus is. Um, we as Christians, we are so quick to clap when it's just like, you know, we got to go save sinners. We got to sit with the sinners like Jesus you know, he sat with the sinners and yeah, that's in, that's in scripture, right? But are we really sitting with the sinners? Are we really making, are we really even discipling? Are we even still mentoring people? Like, who are we still making disciples who make disciples? And that takes pulling. Uh, Paul well, used to kill Christians, right? Paul from the Bible, Saul used Bruh. to to totally kill Christians. He, he went for it. So, yeah, so he came from something. So it's just like, imagine if Christians were like, we, we, like, we, 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 we cannot be an influence. We, we got to stay away from the darkness because, and yes, yeah, some do. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? You have to have discernment. Um, but me, like where God has called me in spaces is not just the church, man. Like I come from, some, like I didn't grow up in the church, you know what I mean? So I come from something. So I know where Jesus is still needed and where we don't see something of, you know what I mean? So it's just like, I say something in my song, Six Four on my album, I say, I want people to look at me and see Jesus. Like, yo, he's dope. Yeah. And it's just like, yo, he, yo, you love you. Yo, you go, oh, you don't do this? Nah, I don't, bro. I just love Jesus. Glory to God. And that's different. And that is a that to me is called being a light. And <clears throat> that's just all I want to do, you know. And when it comes to music, it's just like, yo, how can I be a light in the darkness? And so even as the situation came about, the music video, even the hangout, like everything I was pointing, like every, every time like Snoop would dap me up, I'm like, yo, glory to God, uh just remembering 
when I seen someone saying, yo, glory to God, like this is all for God. And so I would say that every time and just every influence and man, you should have seen the things I had to cut out the music video. I'm like, yeah, we working with Snoop, but we don't need that. Let's bring my wife into the video. Let's bring my kid. Let's bring who Stephen Malcolm is in the video. Yeah. That's why if you watch the video, you just see me with my family in LA and then you see clips with Snoop. Cause it's just like, when you listen to the words, and then you see like me with my family in LA and the palm trees. And then, man, I got a record with Snoop Dogg. Like I'll forever be a hero to my son. You know what I mean? <laughs> that is and cool. So in all, and then at the end of the day, I'm just a Christian artist. Yeah. I didn't compromise. Like, yo, the chances that night to smoke weed was there. The chance to cheat on my wife was there nothing bro nah i'm not bending like i i i knew and i had discernment when i step and sit with the sinners am i spiritually ready am i spiritually mature enough and i am and that's where like i love to see it because bro it's it's the pharisees that persecuted jesus um i love people who don't know my heart don't know my story all they see is you're supposed to be a Christian. Why are you working with Snoop Dogg? But you don't see like, yo, this is a kid who is a Christian who got the opportunity to work with Snoop and then made a song that is a great song. No cussing. It's clean. Honored God, honored his wife, honored people and made an amazing record. And still to this day, like still the same person. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just like, and there's so much fruit. They're like the fruit from it is like, yo, there's people. I got named top, I got named number three, like top artists in Grand Rapids. And bro, the other artists is like gangster rappers, like dudes that rap about the guns and the this. And little old Christian rapper Stephen Malcolm. I can't go nowhere in Grand Rapids without people saying, yo, you the dude with the record with Snoop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What do I say next? Glory to God. Wow. And that's the witness. Like, that's the witness. And so, bro, like, I, like, that's me, man. Like, I'm the guy that is sitting with the sinners. I'm the guy that is salt. I'm the guy that is still being a light that people see me and I point back and give glory to my father that is in heaven. That is Stephen Malcolm. Wow. Absolutely amazing what a great opportunity and great the way god's used that actually to open up just opportunities for you elsewhere as well and people on the street knowing who you are because he's done that track with snoop amazing um so and i say a beautiful track as well and great that you can actually know that you're called to be a light in the darkness uh, and to go That's out great. and be a blessing uh, to everyone absolutely we can't just stay in our holy huddles we need to use our gifts where god uh, calls us to use them so yeah i'd like to say Respect. I was interested that you'd done it. I thought, well, is, is, is that compromising? Having chatted you doesn't seem like it at all. And I'm glad that we featured that track on the show today. Right. Okay. So what have you got coming up then over the next year? What do you feel God's calling you into? Um, God is calling me into a season of just staying true, man. Staying true to what I'm doing. Staying um, true to just discovering who I am as an artist and then feeding myself back to the people, my brother, <laughs> just like the Lord, man. Um, so yeah, I got some some opportunities coming up next year that, you know, is, is pretty big. Um, so just, you know, trying to steward what God is, has given me, bro, and 
coming into my shell as an artist because, you know, like my story, I didn't grow up wanting to be an artist. So I didn't know anything about music or the music business and what it means to be an artist. And so I'm learning as I go. Um, but it's been beautiful because, you know, God is paving the way. So it's a, it's, it's a beautiful road. <laughs> so Yeah. Just keep, just keep them in the middle of it, following him. It sounds, yeah. it sounds cool. So um, music wise. So you got, you had an album that came out uh, this year, tree. So when did tree, oh. when did tree come out? Yes, sir. A tree came out. Goodness gracious. When did it come out? For some reason, I won't, I'm, I'm thinking like August, but honestly, I forgot the drop date, but it did come out this year. <laughs> <laughs> it did come out. It's, if, and if you like hip hop, it's a great album. Now, I know hip hop's not going to be all of our listeners' favorite genre, but I tell you what, if it's not your favorite genre, it might, it might be something you want to tell your kids about because it yeah. is a cool album. And I would recommend if you know people who just want to hear, music that's going to be down with youth culture like a bit hip-hop tree is a great uh, album to go and check out straight that's away right. um uh, and if people want to connect you if people are going oh yeah i'd like to find you where where are you on on social the web etc yeah man Stephen malcolm is my government name s-t-e-v-e-n-m-a-l-c-o-l-m you know what i mean stephenmalcolm.com is the website Stephen malcolm is all the handles i couldn't find a cool rap name i got nicknames but i wanted to go with what my mama gave me you feel me so oh yeah, yeah okay just you know check me out what, what, what are your nicknames uh one of them is midwest you know saying because i am from the mighty midwest so i dub it and then growing up ironically growing up my nickname was truth really wow <laughs> how cool is that because i'm because like, i'm like a i'm because i'm like a multi like multi-talented kid right and so, like, you know what I'm saying, where I come from, if you're good at something, like, he's the truth at. Like, you're the truth at playing video games. You're the truth at basketball. You're the truth at. And so I was, I think I was in, I was a freshman in high school. And one of my homies introduced me. He's like, yo, this is Steven. He the truth. <laughs> so everybody started calling it's me stuck. truth. It's, it's, it's a very good nickname. One of the best I've heard, actually. So I like yeah. that respect to it. Okay. And um. We, we've only got a few minutes left, Stephen. So what I'd like to know is if you were to meet people or if we've got listeners right now who perhaps are in similar situations to where you were before you met Jesus, what, what sort of top two things would you say they need to be considering? Um, first thing is consider obedience um, and just go where your heart is really pulling you. You know what I mean? We all know. You know what I'm saying? Like what that means and what is good for us at the end of the day. Like, you know, as a 31 year old, you know, we all know what's good for us at the end of the day. We just all lack self-discipline a lot of the times. Um, but go, you know what I'm saying? Where you feel that, that, that heart is pulling you. Um, and just always remember obedience to the Lord will never lead you astray. Yeah. That's wise. Yeah. yeah obedience to the Lord. It, you know, it's, I think, I think some of might go, sounds, sounds a bit boring, but you know what, here you are a guy who has had so much potential temptation, so many different things and life paths you could have chosen and you've chosen obedience to the Lord and just looking at your face, smiling away. Yeah. I know it's brought you so much joy. It's been like totally the right way to go. Isn't it? Yeah. Because it's just like, man, like, I don't know if you could call it boring. Like, yo, you know, say like, man, I got a record with Snoop Dogg. I was just, you know what I'm saying, on a rooftop 
at a release party with the homies, you know, ate a filet mignon uh, the night before. It's just like, man, I'm really living a life, bro, that like I never imagine and that's one thing that like yeah is a stigma about christianity is that's boring it's just like bro if people really knew my my little christian life and how crazy and exciting it really is um it's just like man god is good yeah glory to god he, he is amazingly good uh I, i've been a christian uh, quite quite a few years now, if I'm honest, a bit a bit longer than you've been alive, and uh, and I got to say, I've never yet recorded a record than Snoop Dogg. But if God told me I had to, I I, I would. Um, so, um, <laughs> but God's taken me on some crazy adventures and journeys. So you're right, being being faithful uh, to Him and obedient to His call, uh, it's just such a journey, ain't it's, it? it's a journey it's for a sure, journey. and it's a it's a good one. So, um, yeah. knowing that His love's always with us, you know that is. Just phenomenal. This is the Hope FM artist interview. Is there a, a story of a, a time where you just had to cling on to God, where things you've been touring on the road, performing, and you've just gone right now, God, you've got to help me, give me wisdom, give me a solution right now? Yeah, man. Anytime I'm on the road, man, and these little ladies want to climb in my DMs and take me away from my wife and my family, you know what I mean? Yeah, let's get real. I'm gonna get real real quick, just cause you know what I'm saying I got a couple homies going through some things, and I know there's men out there listening, and I know as men we are men. Um, but protect what God gave you, men. Protect what God gave you, married men in particular. You know it gets crazy out mm-hmm. here. It gets wild. Wide is the road to destruction. Um, but cling on to God. Um, the one thing that the Bible says is to flee because we can't fight it. Come on, let's be real, fellas. Um, but we can flee. We can run. We are all athletic at the end of the day, some way, shape, or form, and we can run. Uh, even if that means physically running, run. Um, flee temptation, gentlemen. Love your wife. Drink from your own cistern. Protect what God gave you. <laughs> Had to be real. Yeah. Those sound like wise words. Yeah, you know what? So crying out to God, making sure you don't get into the situations that, you know, are going to cause you to stumble. Because I'll tell you what, Stephen, the enemy wants you to stumble because you are a bright light burning for him in an industry that has got a lot of corruption around it. Uh, And yet there you are standing for the truth. So it's fantastic. Bless you, my friend. One other thing just to say, Stephen, you know, in the Bible, it talks, Jesus says that in his father's house, there are many rooms. And, you know, I wonder if some people go, yeah, hip hop. Yeah, that's not that's not Christian music. That's not godly music. I am absolutely certain that there is going to be for you a room with some absolutely banging hip hop yes, tracks sir. playing in it in heaven, because it'd be a real shame if you couldn't take the perfection of your uh, creative okay. genre and enjoy you that know? in heaven. So, um, so you know what? Heaven's going to be a glorious place. Uh, and uh, the fact that you praise Jesus with your hip hop is very, very cool. So no doubt, man. I, it's, I have a great like uh, uh, story with this. It's like today, if we were all in one church on earth, you know what I mean? All gathered in this one building that holds magically billions of people um, and in walks this guy, you know what I mean? And he gets up on stage. And he starts speaking. We're like, okay, me, I, you know, I'm American. He ain't speaking in English right now. So don't know what he's saying. And you know what I mean? This person really doesn't speak the language. And he starts singing. 
you know what I'm saying, and doing some whatever in his language that I don't speak because I'm American. And then he gets off stage and then he walks out um, just to come to realize, oh, snap, that was Jesus. Never knew what he looked like because we really, at the end of the day, don't know what he looks like, right? Yeah. And he don't speak English. So when he starts talking, I don't know what he's saying. So I ain't tuned in. I'm like, bro, you understand what he's saying? Who is this dude? And then he starts singing. I'm like, what is this dude doing? I don't understand a word he's saying. Please, where are the lyrics? Please get the lyrics on the screen. <laughs> the music, I don't know. I've, I'm not really into the, you know, that side of, you know, saying over there in Israel, I don't know what they tapped into with the music, so I'm not tapped in. But dang, I just missed the Messiah leading worship right in front of me. Mm. Like today, like if that was to happen, you know, that's how it'd go down, right? No, like, yeah. we don't know what he looks like. We some of us don't speak the language, you know, say in Jerusalem. Like, so yeah, man, I, I love it that God is so limitless like that, you know. He he is. And and the Bible's quite clear that some of us sort of entertained angels without even knowing it. So yeah, man. amazing. So we've got one more track to play from you. Now this one is is from your latest album and it's called Ain't Playing. Tell us about the track. Yeah, so I was in L.A. one night, you know what I mean, after a long day and linked up with Boogs the Beast and, uh, you know what I'm saying, punched in, man, rocked that song out with quickness. And I was thinking, like, you know, when you, you, you in a game and you just killing it and you just like, yo, I ain't playing. Like, I ain't come here to play. And it's just like it's, it's kind of like uh, I, I forgot what, you're, what, the, what the proper term for that is for, but it's just like, how can you be in the game? What you saying? You ain't playing. It's such a yeah. You know what I mean? But it's, it's like, dichotomy if you're playing the game. Yeah. So I took that and ran with and so just say, man, I'm in this game. Just no, I ain't playing. And you know, growing up a basketball player, just having that mindset of just you know Mamba mentality. You know what I mean? And I am a competitor at the end of the day, man. And so you know, it's it's my statement of like, I ain't here to play no games. No, I ain't playing. Smile on my face, look up with the fans, but still I ain't stand. On to the next city, stay on the road, got a mess of the plan, yeah. Been on my way, I bust out a scene, they don't understand, yeah. Legend like Jordan, the game been in order, but still I ain't playing. Hey, yeah, they know I ain't playing, yeah. Hey, 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 And that was Ain't Playing by Stephen Malcolm. And thank you so very much to Stephen for sparing time to talk to us today on the Artist Interview. What an amazing story. Bless up, my G. Thank you, man. Thank you, Stephen. And uh, you know what, guys? I just want to say there's loads of other interviews you can catch up with on the Artist Interview podcast. Just go and search for your your favourite platform. Search up the Artist Interview. uh, Find out more stories from Christian artists around the world. I look forward to meeting you on the next episode. I'm Gordon T, your host. God bless you. You've been listening to The Artist Interview, a Hope FM podcast. Find us at hopefm.com forward slash The Artist Interview.